This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, GAO is preparing a first-of-its-kind estimate of the total amount of fraud across all federal programs. DOD healthcare providers expand their use of electronic health records. And GAO says FEMA needs stronger oversight of public-private partnerships. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Government Accountability Office is attempting to do something that has never been done before around improper payments. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. On the heels of massive fraud across many federal programs during the pandemic, GEO is for the first time trying to come up with an estimate of the total amount of fraud across all federal programs. Comptroller General Gene Dodaro says they may have an estimate later this year. One benefit program that faces a large rate of fraud is the Labor Department's Unemployment Insurance Program. Labor's IG says the improper payment rate for UI in 2022 was 21.52%. That equals about $191 billion in improper payments with a significant portion attributed to fraud. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Defense Department health care providers are expanding their use of electronic health records using the MHS Genesis system. Lighthouse, the program's support contractor, says another 12,000 care providers are up and running with the program. The new locations include 11 military treatment facilities in the Northeast. DOD is deploying the system incrementally, which covers about 2,200 locations and reaches over 6 million patients. The White House issues a new directive for how agencies should manage their websites. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Office of Management and Budget is directing agencies to only run websites that use .gov or .mil domain names. That requirement includes some exceptions for social media sites and other third-party services, but OMB wants to ensure the public trusts the information and services agencies provide over the Internet. .gov is managed by the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and the domain is only available to federal, state, and local governments. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The IRS is building out a task force to explore running its own free e-file system. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Inflation Reduction Act gave the IRS $80 billion to rebuild its workforce and modernize its legacy IT, but it also gave the IRS $15 million to create a task force that will explore the possibility of the IRS running its own direct e-file system for tax returns. The IRS selected the think tank New America and Ariel Drew Kleiman, an associate professor of law at Loyola Law School, to serve on that task force. The task force will advise the IRS of the estimated cost of launching and maintaining the system, as well as how many taxpayers would actually use the platform to file their tax returns. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A bipartisan bill would authorize funding for federal executive boards, or FEBs. The 28 FEBs across the country collaborate on efforts to administer federal programs, coordinate emergency response efforts, and create training opportunities at agency field offices. Proponents of legislation say it would give FEBs a stable source of funding, something they don't currently have. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Some federal retirees would see changes to their annual cost of living adjustments under a newly reintroduced bill. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly has reintroduced the Equal COLA Act. The bill would give federal retirees in the Federal Employee Retirement System, or FERS, a full COLA. Retirees in FERS currently receive less than the full COLA by up to 1%. But federal retirees in the Civil Service Retirement System do receive the full COLA. Federal unions and advocacy groups have voiced their support for the legislation. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. In fiscal 2022, federal agencies reported 10 violations of the Anti-Deficiency Act, or ADA, according to the Government Accountability Office. The ADA prohibits agencies from obligating or expending federal funds in advance or in excess of an appropriation and from accepting voluntary services. Most of the 10 violations stem from problems from previous years, including as far back as 2000. The Veterans Affairs Department reported the largest number of violations with six. Five of them were for construction-related contracts. The Army, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and the Treasury Department also reported ADA violations for assorted projects. GAO says six of the reported violations resulted from government officials or employees obligating or expending funds in violation of statutory spending restrictions. As a follow-up to the State of the Union address, the Office of Management and Budget is issuing proposed guidance that would boost the use of American-made goods in federal infrastructure projects. OMB has outlined new draft standards to determine if construction materials like lumber, glass, drywall, and fiber-optic cables are actually made in the USA and support American business and workers. President Joe Biden says all upcoming federal infrastructure projects will use all-American construction materials. A watchdog says FEMA needs stronger oversight of public-private partnerships it launches in response to emergencies. The Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General came to that conclusion after reviewing FEMA's short-lived Project Airbridge. The initiative aimed to speed up personal protective equipment deliveries during the early days of the pandemic. But the IG says it could only confirm Airbridge distributors delivered 35% of PPE to priority locations. With just a few changes, the Senate Armed Services Committee filled out its roster for subcommittee leadership in the 118th Congress. With the Democrats remaining in control of the Senate, leadership was more of a rotation. Elizabeth Warren is the new chairwoman of the Personnel Subcommittee, while Joe Manchin takes over the Cybersecurity Subcommittee. Maisie Hirono will lead the subcommittee on readiness and management support. Jack Reed continues his role as committee chairman with Republican Roger Wicker as the ranking member. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, February 9th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 